to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of audio podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Furosato, a legend of the Five Rings actual play podcast. I am your storyteller for this amazing game, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at Pop Culture Geek, or you could collectively follow all of us here at the Vibe Tribe, at D&D Vibe Tribe, across all the social medias as well. Make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on all the projects we got going on. Uh, it is a crazy time, but I am so happy to be doing this. It is a lot of fun. And of course, I can't have all the fun by myself. I am joined by a ma- my amazing cast, as always. So we're going to go around. They're going to do some introductions. Tell you lovely folks listening where you can find them, what they got going on, and who they are playing tonight. So, as always, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, the good old Will boy, you are going to be the first to go. Hey, everybody. I hate being first. I'm Will. I'm Halfling Wizard. I am playing, it's been a long time, Mio. Uh, Mio Nishiyama. What else did you want to say? I'm sorry. It's okay. Any social media and projects you want to plug? Come check me out on ADH Adventures Twitch. That's where I live. <laughs> Truly. So that's really, that's me. I'm really simple, not a simple time. I'm just simple. <laughs> yes, there is a difference. <laughs> we love you for it, though. Um, I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, my right. goodness. Alrighty. So the next person to introduce themselves is Chris. Hello. This is Chris, also known as Riku. I am playing Kaito Shiba tonight here on Furusato. You can also catch me on two other games here on the Vibe Tribe, Friday Night Fights, as well as the DM of the Academy. Other than that, you can look me up on pretty much all social media as Pup Riku, and come follow me there and see what other shenanigans I get into. We love to see it. All right, next player to give their little introduction for everyone is going to be Adolfo. Hello, los programas, and konnichiwa. I am Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. You can find me on the TikToks and on Instagram, at the nerdy Puerto Rican. I am playing in two other D&D Vibe Tribe production games, Friday Night Fights and The Academy. So come check us out there. I'm not going to tell you who I'm playing because I want you to find, come and listen and figure it out for yourself. Tonight, oh, before I mention about tonight, it is Ren Fair season and I will be performing in, in the real world. I will be performing as Diego de la Fiesta with the Lords of Adventure. Our first gig coming up is at the Tennessee Pirate Fest in Harriman, Tennessee at the end of May. But tonight I will be playing Shodai Takatsukaze. Oh my goodness, I love it. Yes, go check Adolfo out in IRL world because he's been practicing for months and for it to finally be coming up soon. Go check him out if you're able to support the local run fairs. Alrighty. Next person to get their introduction is Amador. Hello, this is Amador, your favorite normal guy. I don't do much, but I do play our favorite ankle-biting goblin in another campaign here. But today, I will be playing the lovely Caillou Daidoro. I love it so much. Hailing from halfway across the world, and it is early morning for him. I cannot thank him enough for doing this for us, is the one and only Mikel. Good evening. 
It is 2.41 and I have just had a can of monster. Not sponsored. I am Mikael. I am the group uncle, despite being one of the youngest members. I will be playing Akoto Ikigai, who is the actual group uncle. You can find me on social media at Mickey Marbult or Morbult, most places. Probably Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. There I post about my wrestling career. Excellent. And of course, last but certainly not least, to round out my amazing cast for this game is going to be Josh. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Josh. Uh, you can also follow me on TikTok at MG Preacher. I am in many actual play podcasts here on the D&D Vibe Tribe. So go ahead and go and check them out. And tonight, I will be playing Yakakaya Nokaze, a aspiring young samurai of the Lion Clan. It's getting better and better every time we meet, bro. The pronunciation is mm, fire. Chef's mooch. But with all those introductions out of the way, let us begin our game proper with a quick recap. And this is probably going to be my favorite recap so far. Last time on Furosato, here, ha- here is what had happened. So what had happened was our young samurai continued to go through their tests for the Topaz Championship. And uh, some interesting things happened. On average, a majority of everyone did pretty well. They ended up passing a lot of their exams. Last time, they took their heraldry, athletics, and horseback riding exams. And though some struggled a little bit, for the most part, everyone did pretty good. I have to mention that we got to take a look at some water spirits trying to help. One of our samurai decided to take a full-on mud bath. And it was all types of glorious. It was so glorious that if you listen to the last episode, I titled it just after that moment. So it's great. (laughs) But after those exams and after cleaning up and having some dinner, our uh, party was intercepted by one of the helping hands at the dueling academy that they're staying at with a letter telling them to meet someone at one of the lecture halls. Upon reading the letter and deciding as a group to investigate, they made their way to this said lecture hall where they found themselves coming face to face with. I guess the best way to put it is the quote unquote rival group for this particular exam. The one that got a hair full of miso soup poured on them by our lovable crab. And so we ended that particular encounter with them wanting to make a little wager with them. So that is where we're going to pick up. So standing in front of all of you guys in this lecture hall is the particular samurai of the lion clan that the crab boy here decided to pour miso soup on earlier in the day. So. As all of you may are in this lecture hall giving the death glare to said samurai, this lion comes forward and says, I have a wager for you all. And if you'd be willing to hear me out, I think it would be more entertainment for this last exam today. Jodai's going to pop 
pop his head out from the crowd and be like, whoa, before we go anything, hi, I'm Shodai. What's your name? Mm, not important. <laughs> but if we're going to make a deal, how are we going to know who we're making a deal with? As he slowly disappears back into the group. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just imagining just... Oh my goodness. So as you are retreating, receding back into the crowd, one of the other lions steps up and says, forgive my friend here. He's a, in lesser terms, he's a bit of a, how do we put it? He's been, I was going to say more of an asshole. That works too. As this other, as the miso soup lion looks at his friend and just gives him an elbow. Dude, not in front of everybody else. Look, man, you're, you're a jerk, but. That's neither here nor there. We could talk about it later. Anyways. So forgive my friend here. This is Yatoshi, the one that you spilled miso soup on, but which is deserved. Like I told him, that's neither here nor there. And my name is Akashi. So Yatoshi and Akashi. And my friend here has a friendly wager for you. But as your unicorn friend, mentioned not too long ago let's get some introductions so you know our names so let's get to know you guys a little bit better so what are yours mio will stand up and introduce himself as uh mio <laughs> and he'll give him a slight bow being as gracious as he possibly can <clears throat> should i will appear out of nowhere again and look over to me and and when and when Shodai does that, Kaito is gonna jump a little bit from that. <laughs> and just can you stop doing that? Oh, Kaito Shiba. Nice to meet you. You can call me Daidoro. Okay. As he's memorizing names, you can see him start to start. Okay, got that. Alright, so I think I'm starting to remember. And then Akashi looks at you, our young lion, and says, and what is your name, my friend? Miyaka. And I just slight bow, but keeping my eyes on them. Miyaka, why does that name sound familiar? What's your family name? The, uh, I'm from the Ikoma family. My full name is Yakakana Nokaz. Oh, okay. Interesting. So we have... So we have an Ikoma here. Ah, oh, this should make this bed a whole lot more interesting now. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you all, but now that we've got introductions out of the way, let's get to this wager, shall we? And from his kind of little uniform, he pulls out a scroll and kind of puts it on one of the lecture desks and opens it up. and. Inside of it, all of you guys recognize this as, guess, a quote unquote study guide per se, because as previously mentioned, the final test for the first day of the Topaz Championship always incorporates conduct. If you're not familiar with it, conduct usually is essentially what it is, manners, etiquette, all that kind of stuff. And even some more historical knowledge about your own families. 
And as he puts the scroll across the desk, he says, now, there are a total of, there's five of you and five of us. Oh, sorry. There's six of you as he peers behind and sees Himiko just chilling in the background a little bit. Okay, six on five is fine with us. Doesn't matter. But anyways, we would like to propose a little wager. Let's see which group does better on the conduct test. And we were thinking that losers will have to buy the winners some food afterwards. Since we have a little bit of free time once today is done. Does that sound like something you'd be all that interested in? And here I thought I this was going to be a little bit more menacing. But hey, I'd always be down for some friendly competition. Whoa. I sc- I sc- have you seen the way I eat? Shodai again pops out of, out of like, actually, if the DM allows, he'll pop up from behind uh, Atashi. Yes, he's going to pop up from behind Atashi's. Whoa. Have you seen how I eat? They uh, should be. Where'd you come from? <laughs> they should be shaking in their boots, and then should I slowly disappears back behind Itachi? He is right. I've seen the man. I've seen the man eat two barrels of food without yeah. stop. Yeah, you should have saw the food they brought back uh, for me. But that also means I, if y'all win. Oh yeah, Maya, I, I'm willing to buy some food. If everyone is in agreement, then I guess we can do the honorable thing and shake on it as he extends his hand. Mia will shake his hand. It smells fishy. And I'm not talking about <laughs> Yakitori and Shodai's pocket. Very possible. As, you, oh as, as Shodai freezes, he's in the corner with a thing of Yakitori. He's like, how did he know? Everybody knows. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I swear to god, if he doesn't become an anime character by the end of... Oh no, he is an anime character. I just need someone to animate this for us. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, so Mio, you shake his hand. It's like, alright, it's settled. We are to reconvene at the testing location in about ten minutes, so we shall see you there. And he nudges his group to exit... And as he begins to walk up the stairs, he turns around and says, once again, forgive my foolish friend. It's a bit. He's a good. He has a good head on his shoulders. It's just that he is not too very good with relationship with his peers. So any kind of just slightly bows and says, yeah, on my behalf, I apologize. Did they leave the scroll? Yeah, they left the scroll. Should I will cut. Should I will appear from underneath the table that the scroll's on and be like, you forgot your scroll. Oh, no, you can keep it. Those are oh. my personal study notes. So feel oh. free to take a look at them if you like. And then oh. with that kind of once again bows and then he makes his exit out of the lecture hall. OK, that seems sus. So should I will will look at the scroll and we'll pick the scroll up. And he'll open it up and take a look, Sipu. What's that? Don't look at the thing that was left behind. (laughs) It's just, it feels like a setup. Feels like a setup. I would never. Feels like a major setup. (laughs) 
I'm getting major. <laughs> I'm getting major young Sherlock Holmes vo- vibes right now. When he picks up the <laughs> paper and it's like the answers to the test. <laughs> oh, this is beautiful to watch. So, as a quick tangent, before we get into this, I think you muted yourself or did something else that ended up going silent. Okay, so that wasn't me. Internet. I think his internet exploded and it's trying to catch up with his. While we wait for our DM to get back, go to our sponsor, uh, Raid Shadow Legends, <laughs> number one handheld RPG. Here was uh, gonna gonna talk about going out there and voting, and by voting, throwing rocks through rocks through police car windows. Only you can make difference. <clears throat> Only you can prevent that forest fire, apparently. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh hi, Mike. Hi, Mark. See, this is what happens when you try to have an internet stable, you know, connection when it's like way too hot outside for your technology. It's some bullshit is what it is. How hot is it? My uncle used to tell us, told my girlfriend about stories of him pranking his coworkers and they would put their, they would leave their laptops in their trucks and turn on their heaters while it was 110 outside. So when they came back, their computers were fried. Yeah, it was evil. That was a prank, and I was like, whoa, that's not a prank. That's horrible. But anyways, before my internet exploded, what I was saying is that this isn't sus. I would never do anything to do that. Don't look at me like that. This is payback. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I love you. So to give some context to this, so Will is my D&D dungeon master. I needed to make sure I said the correct thing there because... Connotation means everything in this world, but I am a player in one of the of his games. So now, since he's here, it's a little back and forth. But no, okay. So before my internet exploded, who was looking at the scroll again? It was Shodai. (laughs) All right, Shodai. So you are taking a look at this scroll. So here's what is going to (laughs) happen. So as you pick up the scroll. Nothing really happens. There's no mist. There's no shenanigans. So it's safe to pick up at least. I already said that he would pick it up and open it up and start reading it. So, oh, okay, sorry. Of course he would. (laughs) Bless his poor little soul. Listen, I feel like it's not (sighs) Shodai if he doesn't do this. (laughs) That's fair. True. Alrighty. So you're going to take a look and you are going to read it. So. Here's what I want you to roll for me. Alrighty, here we go. So, Shodai, I want you to roll me. Let me see what kind of skill I want you to roll. Ooh, this one might be fun, or maybe not. Ooh, I got it. You know what, Shodai, here's what I'm going to have you roll for me. I want you to roll. So I'm going to give you a choice. You can roll me a culture check, or you can roll a courtesy check for me. So your choice, culture or courtesy. Let's go with culture. Let's go with culture. Let's go with culture. (laughs) Okay, so Uh, culture. So I'm going to use my air ring and be analytical about it so should i 
he's going to like hold the scroll out like full extended with his arms like that like right up in his face and then he's going to make his face he's going to squint his eyes and he's just going to make this face that it's the total patrick from spongebob look whenever patrick is like deep thinking about something and now i'm gonna roll it's the the six-sided black dice right so remember there are two types of dice you roll the black dice is for your elemental ring you pick to use for the approach and then if you have any ranks in the skill you roll that amount of white die as well i know it's been a long time (laughs) it's been a it's been a hot minute i got an opportunity a strife and a success okay you're lucky you got that success Okay, so Shodai, as you're reading the scroll, it's something that you're used to. It does talk about history and all the stuff when it comes to your next exam about etiquette, all that stuff. However, as you are reading through the scroll, at first it doesn't seem like out of the ordinary. You begin to notice that there's some small discrepancies between some of the facts It's like the sense where it's not like a hundred percent incorrect. Like for instance, if someone were to write the answer for two plus two is equal to fish, which in some dimensions it is, but in this one, it does not. It's not like that incorrect, but there's some minor details as you're reading through this that are either off or are only partially correct. So when you finish reading through this, you come to the understanding that this particular scroll has some small details changed in it where if someone didn't actually look at it, it would seem that all the information in here was correct. But if you were to give this as an answer, you would only get partial credit for your answers to the questions for the conduct exam. So should I, with the scroll out, and you can hear the hamster wheels just like in the mind. He's like, I don't think Atashi was done taking these notes and he's he'll roll it back up and put it in his sleeve and like, so you know what at this next trial i'll let him know i'll tell him that he forgot his unfinished notes no no biggie we got this guys but i think he was more or less setting us up for failure with half done notes all you gotta it showed i takes out the scroll again and scroll unrolls it and he's like look they're, they're half done it's like, why would, why? That's just silly. Why give half notes when you... There you go. Oh, yeah, there you go. The sushi roll has finally oh, completed oh, rolling. Oh, oh. oh, Shodai slowly rolls up the scroll and puts it back in his sleeve. Oh. For being well, honorable lion, they're not very honorable. That wasn't nice at all. No, it wasn't. They're going to go beat them up and take their lunch money. No, because I, w- I want them to buy think- us dinner. Yeah, I was going to say again. <laughs> I think we should leave the scroll. Don't want to get caught with it. And he, should I will pull the scroll out again and he'll like he'll like hop onto the table and get on his knees and he'll be like painstakingly try to put the scroll back the way it was when he found it. And then he will slowly like start to inch off the table fall off the desk. Just you just shake. hear a thud. Good execution. Okay. Good yes. execution. Well done. Ten. I give it a nine. Okay. 
<laughs> Himiko just looks around. It's like, where did you guys get these numbers from? <laughs> I just hold up a sign out of nowhere that says nine point nine five. Again, where getting these? <laughs> As she shakes her head. Did you not get yours? Oh, okay. She like lightly. I want to say lightly. I don't want to say, but just punches you. Bo, like not. I didn't get my number. This was Ow. indoors, right? As Iki guy is just suddenly behind you guys now. <laughs> no, he's sitting oh. in the rafters holding up a two. Oh, okay. Ah. As you guys look up, <laughs> you hear this. <laughs> That's even better. Love it. Even the uncle got a number. We all went to the meeting. It was in our memo. <laughs> she just like slightly starts pouting. Nobody told me. <laughs> no, you are a girl. See, I would say that is problematic, but given the period that we're working in, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Shall we go and kick these lions' asses? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, we definitely should. Let's get some sticks. Or the most expensive thing on the menu. After the conduct exam, (laughs) can we go after them? Fair. Very fair. Let's go and kick their asses in the exam, then. And then kick their asses after. Yes. And order the most expensive thing on the menu. Okay, That'll I guess teach we can them. Do the nice we'll do way. That way yeah. The best way to get back at someone. Put them in untru- unsurmountable debt. Yes. And since these are teenagers, take their lunch money and their allowance money. Exactly. Let's make Shodai fast so that after we win, there won't be any food left. Exactly. So what you're telling me is we need to shake Shodai down and take all of his food from him. <laughs> Himiko turns to you, Shodai. Shodai, I know this is going to hurt you a lot, but we need you to not eat anything between now and the end of this exam, okay? As, as he freezes as he has a dumpling in hand at his lips, like, ready to ingest. He's Himiko Aww. just gives you that, like, disappointed mom look. Is, Don't make me turn think- this car around. I think Mia is going to grab a sack and just say, put it all in here. Everything. Shodai will just begrudgingly be like, fine. So he puts the dumpling in. He'll reach into one sleeve. He'll throw some tapenaki in the other sleeve. There's some rice balls. Another sleeve. There's there's, uh, uh, some seaweed. He'll He'll go into his belt. Pull out the yakitori in his belt. And then he'll be like, "Hang on!" And then he'll reach underneath his skirt and then yep. pull out a, a chicken leg and put it in the the bag. And he's like, "Don't just don't ask." I have then questions Mio, for you later. Then Mio, Mio is gonna look at him, give him the look, and go, "Come on!" And as soon as he says, "Come on," I like somehow appear behind him, just giving him almost like a death glare. <laughs> Come and on. just go, where's the rest? He will reach in <laughs> to like his breast pocket and pull out a bag of, mo- of mochi and put it in and drop it in the bag. Well done. Oh, of course. <laughs> and I will tie up that bag and I'll be like, you can get this back afterwards. I will take good care of it. Okay. <laughs> I will take care of it in my stomach. <laughs> no, because I know where all that's been, so no. This is like the episode of Ed and Eddie where Ed has the pebble in his shoe. He's going to be pissed all day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I remember that, bruh. Ah, Memory has been it. unlocked. 
<laughs> it's great. Actually, this is a question for Adolfo. So, as you were giving the food to them, did it have any remnants of the mud bath that happened earlier? No. We're not, we're not going to explain. I was about to say, we're not going to explain how, but the food was like, it was clean and pristine. Listen, like, that is... Your pockets were like their own pocket dimension. It really was. <laughs> how he kept the food clean will be this version of a medical mystery. <laughs> The world may never know. All right. But you guys, you make your way out. You leave the scroll there. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you make your way out of the lecture hall. And as soon as you step out and close the tatami doors behind you, one of the kind of servants of the Dueling Academy gets on their little elevated soapbox, if you will, and then makes an announcement Will all participants please make their way to the garden for the final test of the day, the conduct exam. Please be patient as we will get through all of you as fast as we can. But once you are finished with this exam, we will give you your results and then stay put for the closing ceremony for the day. And then we will give you further instructions. Steps off the box, picks it back up, carries it with them as they make their way back to inside. <laughs> so, I'm assuming y'all are going to make your way to the garden real quick. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yes. Alrighty. Sweet. Alrighty. So, as you guys make your way back to the garden, you guys know where it is. Because, for most of you, it is a nice memory. Because this is the same garden where you guys had your Sumai exam earlier in the day. But for a few of you, it brings back the bitterness of defeat <laughs> as you take a look in. But instead of the Sumai mats being placed all throughout this garden, you now just see it replaced with some small kind of like seating tables with cushions and kind of the table going up to about the waist if you were to kneel or sit. And... In front of these tables are three individuals, all dressed in their clan colors. So there is someone dressed in the, you guys would know as the attire for the Scorpion clan. And you would know this person just from the information given to you to be, excuse me, there's a disclaimer, I, do, I am not fluent in Japanese, so please forgive me if I mispronounce these names. Thank you. <laughs> so the Scorpion Clan member goes by the name of Soshu. There is someone dressed in the garb of the Crane Clan who goes by the name of Doji Murashi. And then, of course, there is someone dressed in some lion garb that goes by the name of Ikoma. So those are your three judges, Tomoe, Murashige, and Ikihai. And as all of the participants make their way around the perimeter of the garden, the judges, who were at this point kneeling at the tables, all three of them get up, and our scorpion, Tomoe, walks around the perimeter of the garden, all of you, and they begin to say, I hope that you recall the lessons your parents comported yourself with. And all the information that a samurai should know when it comes to this stuff. With this kind of knowledge. So, we will call you one by one. And we'll conduct a conversation. And we'll see how well you do. 
here is what's going to happen. So like I've mentioned previously, all of you guys are going to complete this conduct exam. So as you guys are looking around and listening to what is going to be hmm, about to go down, the entirety of your group spots the Lion Clan group that you guys had a conversation with not too long ago. And they just eye you up and down and then turn their gaze back to Tomoe as they are given the instructions. And before you know it, one by one, each of you guys is going to complete your conduct exam. So here's what I want you guys to do. Each of you, I need you all to roll me either a culture or a courtesy check. So once again... You're going to de first determine your elemental approach as to which elemental ring you want to use. And that then once you culture courtesy, you're going to add those white dice. So your elemental rings are your black die and your ranks in your skill are your white. So before we get into the role, I would like to hear from everyone. What kind of approaches or elemental rings is everyone going to go with? Oops. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. So Kaito knows the how he needs to allow his words to flow together and connect as a string to be coherent and correct. So he's going to be taking doing a more water-based approach. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, is also going to use a water-based approach and surveying everybody, seeing how other participants are doing and how they're handling all the handling it and trying to not like mimic, but like not and not exactly cheating, but he's definitely like taking in some information because this is not his strong suit. Okay, so that is fair. So, Josh, which elemental approach are you going to ha have for this one? Believe it or not, I was also going to go with water. Because in conducting himself, he wants to be calm and cool. And he wants his words to flow together as... Let's see, how was it I was going to put it? I want to be calm and cool like the gentle stream waters of a summer's day. And he wants his words to flow together. No stuttering, no ums or uhs. Just calm, collected. Awesome. Okay. So who wants to go next? Mio or Shodai? You two are the only ones left. So I'd love to hear which elemental approach you're going with for this one. So right. Shodai is going to go with courtesy. And he is going to... Attempt to charm the pants off of him by using this water ring. Everyone is flowing like water today, apparently. <laughs> I love it. All right, Mio, that uh, just leaves you. Mio will be going with courtesy, but he is going to try to enlighten them. And I'm going to go with void. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so here's how we're going to resolve this. So all of you, I'm going to have you roll your dice. And then in order, we're going to, I'll just go in order. We're going to go backwards for this one. So roll all your dice. 
determine what you got, and then I will let you know if you pass or fail, and then you're going to narrate your success or your failure. I'm seeing a lot of faces. <laughs> oh, no, it's not that. It's Please, not every... Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't like this. Oh, no. So, since we're going... Oh, no. I'm nervous, but I got us. Okay, Josh, we're going to start with you. So what were your six? So what happened? What did you end up rolling? What was it? The obstacle course? I had those God rolls. Oh, no. What happened? What happened, buddy? I have two explosive successes, a success and an opportunity. Holy shit, bro. (laughs) Okay, that is amazing. But the law of averages is now going to catch up in the most horrible way possible. Oh, this is... But holy shit, dude, that is amazing. All right. So here's what I need you to do then. Holy crap, you did amazing. So in the best way possible, narrate your success. So how does a successful conduct exam look for Yaka? I don't know. I didn't expect to roll that good. You're just like, I was expecting to fail. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so remember, conduct, again, refers to history, etiquette, and then just family lore as well. So those are your three major points. And again, this conduct exam is like a conversation. So I guess the best way to put it, if it helps you, is what are some of the things that Yaka talks about with this conversation with one of the judges, like what are some of the topics he discusses and I guess the approach of how he does. In his approach, he stays calm. Even if he doesn't 100% know exactly how to put it into words, because he, he would know how to, how it's supposed to go in his head, just putting it into words. He's a little meh. But whatever he says, he's confident in what he says. So even if it was just a complete whiff, he has no idea. He's confident in what he's saying as if that is the truth and what he knows. But I guess we'll say in this case, they're talking about the culture and the day-to-days that goes on in his home village or hometown, whatever you want to call it. They just talk about how the villagers are treated, how, I guess you could say, the economy in that town is, how their their peasantry, their nobility, their social class, how it all interacts in day-to-day life. And I guess also talks about how he doesn't know what the other guards are like in other major towns or villages but how the guards react to day-to-day events, how their guards conduct themselves. And I, I guess that's really about all I can think of on what they're talking about at this moment. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, that's actually a lot fine. And it actually gives me something cool to do. So initially, these topics seem unrelated to each other. And for the most part, they are. They're just different types of topics you can have a conversation with with the person. But Yaka, despite your simple nature is the best way to put it, and that's not a negative thing, these everyday simple topics, you're able to talk about them and weave them together into a cohesive 
and a nice flowing conversation where as you speak about each topic, there is a passion and an understanding behind the words that you speak to the judge. And as the judge is responding back to your conversation, despite not knowing anything about this person in front of you, despite never meeting them outside of today, you're able to weave your words and control the conversation in a way where it seems that you're the judge that you're speaking to. You have been friends for a very long time, and it is you're conducting your conversation in a way where it's like between friends. And as you finish the conversation, the judge pleasantly smiles and gives you that approving nod. And without saying anything, gives you the sign that you have passed your conduct exam. So now moving on. We're gonna Can I say ahead. just one other thing? Um, sure. As, as he gives me that nod of approval, letting me know that I had passed the, this quote-unquote exam, I just respond as if it was just a pleasant conversation. I stand up, I bow, and I just merely think, uh, say, and I thank you for this pleasant conversation. And I bow again and depart. Oh my goodness, I love it, I love it, I love it. All right. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, good old crab boy. How'd it go? So it. So I got a blank and a success. So did I do well? Did I? Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a feeling you're just you were one shy from the target number. I'd imagine. So in 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 spirit of failing, as soon as. Dadro gets to the table after looking at everybody. He sits down and looks at his judge and he just is a stuttering mess. He gets he hits some points and tries to steer the conversation in ways that would probably would have passed him. But the way he went about those conversations and how he held himself was way too relaxed and in a lot of in a lack of words a little barbaric he's a little bit more like relaxed when he should be serious and more poised he's not that at all he's very much acting like a blue collar kind of person oh my goodness oh i feel so bad for the crab boy <laughs> So yeah, just to add on to that, so as you are having this conversation with the judge, there is definitely some passion behind it, but the passion kind of overtakes what is the purpose of this exam. So like you said, the stuttering mess and all that kind of stuff seem to give the judge a little bit of a, whoa, this is a lot kind of uh, face on it. And as you finish your conversation... The judge just shakes their head no and just dismisses you to wait for everyone else to be finished. (laughs) Alrighty, let's see. Let's go with Kaito. Kaito, how did you do? I rolled an explosive success. And that is it. (laughs) Because I got two other blanks. I did do it with uh, courtesy. Okay, so... You're lucky you got that explosive success because <laughs> you essentially got enough to pass. So go ahead and narrate your success for this one. Kaito, as he, he speaks, he talks a lot about his non 
soldiery, non-combative passions such as creation and meditation and experimentation and thinking of ideas to help better his better his village better the everyone around him in various different ways and getting his hands dirty to do so without necessarily needing to fight he talks about it with this so much passion and how much he loves the creativity behind it and how he's pretty much able to do anything i'm not crying you're crying Listen, as a side little explanation here, I am a big baby. I'm a big softie, so I'm just like, I'm easily swayed. I'm like, eh. but this is awesome. So, Kaito, as you are having this conversation, the judge is able to discern from your style and your approach to the conversation that despite a young age, you are a lot wiser than most of your other compatriots here where a lot of them to focus on the more mundane topics at the surface level, you're able to convey your life experience in a manner in which is very coherent. It flows very well, but there is a wise understanding and meaning behind the words that you speak. So once the conversation is over, the judge gives you an approving nod to signify you have passed the exam and dismisses you to join your compatriots who have also finished their exam as well. (laughs) He ends it with a bow and thanks him for the conversation and lets lets him know just essentially one of the biggest tenets I live by is searching for the creativity and everything, and I hope you can pass that along to other young ones like me. Kaito is a big boy, but a big softy. You guys are going to give me a fucking heart attack of adorable, like, simpleness. I love this. All right. So I'm going to go with Mio next. So, Mio, how'd you do? Oh, buddy. I did pretty damn good, actually. (sighs) I rolled two explosive successes and two regular successes. Holy crap, Me in dude. your guys' shoes right now, man. <laughs> oh, that's easily a pass, so Mio, narrate your success for me. Holy crap, dude. So, Mio, seizing the opportunity to reflect and enlighten the judges on the idea of traditions, he will discuss eloquently of how... Not all families are alike, and that all traditions should not focus on each family exactly, that every family is different and their traditions should be different. And he will say, coming from an untraditional family, that these sort of archaic traditions should be reevaluated because not all families are alike. And that's what he says. I have nothing more to add to that. (laughs) As you finish your exam, you can see that the judge, there's a bit of a period of contemplation within their mind. And not in a negative eyes, like, oh, how dare you say that? But there is some merit to what this young one says in approach to it. And pleasantly gives you a small smile 
and gives you the signal, Mia, that you have passed the exam and dismisses you to go join your compatriots. I will bow and and thank them and walk to my companions. All right. Last but certainly not least, Shodai. Let's bring it home, baby. I rolled two successes. Heck yeah, that is enough to pass. <laughs> That's all. So, or, uh, yeah. Okay, so this is how this is going to go down. So Shodai will walk into the room in front of the judges. He will bow respectfully and say, Most honorable judges, I am Shodai Tokutsukaze, and I now present to you the history of my clan. And he snaps his fingers and the lights go black. And then all of a sudden there's a spotlight and it's Shodai, except he is in total Kabuki makeup, like Kami Shinjo. And for the next 10 minutes does a Kabuki theater presentation of the history of the unicorn clan with the taiko drums and, and the guitar. So it's like, where are they? We don't know. We don't know. But the, the, it's somehow there. And then at the very end, it goes black. And then the lights come back on. And Shodai is just standing there looking like normal. And it's just, thank you, most honorable judges. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> like, I am speechless. This needs to be animated. If only I could find someone. But, okay, hold up. Let me collect my thoughts here. <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. Yes, exactly. That is my reaction, too. It's just, <laughs> It's beautiful. So there's a little bit of a perplexion on the judge's face, as well as another contemplative is like, what did I just hear? Then there is a change on their face where they're like, oh, my gosh, this actually makes a lot of sense. And they are conflicted as to what they just witnessed in terms of their conversation and what they just heard. But after a moment of searching their souls, they nod, they smile, and the judge, still a little perplexed, but gives you the signal that you have passed the exam and dismisses you to go join your compatriots. I will immediately give him back his snacks and say, well done. <laughs> if, if this is allowable, Shodai will take the sack and he doesn't even open it and he reaches into his sleeve and he pulls out the, the mochi again and like pops yeah. it into it. Dang it, I thought we, Himiko speaks up. Dang it, I thought we got it all. <laughs> I knew he had more in there somewhere. There's still going to be room for food. Oh, he, there's still going to be room al- for food. He always has more, haven't you learned, Mio? <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it was there. Oh, my goodness. So as each of you guys revel in either defeat or victory, you, most of you... Pa- Actually, pretty much all of you pretty much passed except good old Daitro. Wow, oh, thanks. Listen, <laughs> I have to recap in case the audience forgot, okay? <laughs> oh my goodness. But no, in all seriousness, as you guys revel in defeat and or success, you await for your last two compatriots. At this point, Mio and Kaito, you're not surprised that Hibiko is able to pass with flying colors like we, we golf clap as he as she uh comes out <laughs> she turns to you guys and just gives you like a playful bow as like ta-da 
<laughs> and as you guys celebrate her success, your other compatriot, Hitoshi, the uh, Scorpion Clan member you guys have befriended, yeah, it's Mantis Clan. Oh, I was sorry, about to Mantis. Say. Mantis. Sorry, Mantis. Wrong insect. Long insect, yes. Long insect boy comes over not as happy, and without even saying a word, you all come to the summation that he failed this portion of the exam. And just to give a recap, Hitoshi has not passed a single <laughs> exam except for Sumai, so he is one and he is one in four today. And so without really any without saying really to anything too much or even waiting for you guys to reply, he just as silently as one can, he just walks off to the your guys' sleeping quarters. <laughs> I feel so bad because he we keep encouraging him. We're keep we keep being like like there's more. You're gonna be fine. He has so we'll much help you out. And he has so much heart, and yet this still happens. I And it's at the point where I'm like, we can definitely continue to encourage him and push him. But at this point, I don't know how much he's going to accept that. Because the more we encourage him, the more he fails. Yes, but we can't just give up on him. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying give up on him. No, but it's at a point of just what do we do? I think we now just need to uplift his spirits as opposed to encouraging him. Just more, hey, better luck next time. Truly. There's always tomorrow. We could always ask Takami. And we could always try to consult Doji Satsume for guidance. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. since we all seem to be food-driven, maybe he is too. And everyone's, oh, hey. <laughs> We still got food coming from those other losers. Maybe. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, did they I lose? What happened to them? Okay. Yeah. So, as you guys are contemplating your next step, as well as the realization that there is a bet going on, as you take a look, you can see that the other group, minus the one that left the scroll for you guys, everybody is not looking too happy. So... Only one person passed the exam. So, as a result of the bet, your group ends up taking the win in this small little bet. And without saying a word, our good old scroll boy who left it for you just... Despite being the loser in this bet, just gives you a playful smile, nods, and just mouths to you that just mouths to you and says meet us in 10 and takes his group and walks back to the entrance of the dueling academy where also your sleeping arrangements are also at i will say though upon us going to meet them i think we should expect him to be the source of losers so hopefully we don't have to fight but expect a fight just saying indeed Indeed. I just kind of shoulder show die and go, I guess that's what they get for only taking half their notes. Ooh, you should save that for them. Golly gee. Oh my goodness, this is great. So, 
after everything is said and done, the one of the servants comes out once again, stands on the little soapbox. That concludes day one of the Topaz Championship. You guys may check your results at your sleeping quarters for how well you did throughout the day. And as for the rest of the evening, we would like to offer you a chance to go and explore the town. We have a small festival happening tonight, a little bit away from here, full of food, fun, and try to find some merriment in here. But don't stay out too late, as tomorrow morning we will be beginning day two of the Topaz Championship. So until then, my young samurai, take care, enjoy your night, and please be careful. We don't need people going missing like last time. Careful. And kind of just gets off the soapbox <laughs> and then walks away. <laughs> it's a, a Kaito kind of just whips his head around his eyes are just wide at that statement and if you look closely you can see his hands kind of start to shake did he say like last time and by this time i look over and i just i just see kaito and i go and i go i must have heard that because his eyes are the size of saucers kaito, are you okay you look vexed yeah I'll be fine. I am gonna go lie down for a bit and uh, meet. Well, meet you when it's time to go. And he just turns around and walks off in a pretty brisk walk. Okay, so you do. So, with two of your compatriots walking off towards your sleeping quarters, what do the rest of you want to do? I think we should go and uh, get our, our our reward for totally beating those lions in their little chicanery. You're hungry, aren't you? Oh, I'm so hungry. Can we please go eat, please? Yes, we can go eat. But, uh, let's, let's also go get Hitoshi, because... Even though that he didn't succeed in this test, he was still a part of the group that won the bet. Of course. Of course. Alrighty. So you guys make your, you guys begin to make your way to the front entrance where you are going to collect your reward handsomely. And then also uh, try to go see if you can pick up Hitoshi along the way. And then Kaito, you make your way back to your room. You go inside, you lie down for a bit. But yeah, I think uh, this is a... Oh, go ahead. Mia is going to go back to the room as well. And it's going to follow Kaito back to the room. And try to okay. assess. Alright, so Mio, you make your way outside of where you guys are staying for the Topaz Championship. Kaito, you're already inside. So yeah, so I'll just let you two go for it. <laughs> okay. I will walk in and I will quietly walk in, not say anything, but just sit there. Just to let you know uh, I'm there. Kaito, he's not actually lying down. He's cross-legged on his bed in what looks, appears to be a meditative state, but you can see his hands are crossed with his thumbs still, like, twirling. He's, he's like, taking really deep breaths and... He notices that he does 
realize that you're there, and all he says, all you hear from him is he just goes, thank you. And Mio is going to cross over to him and sit in front of him and hold his hands out to, for him, for Kita to take his hands. And Kaito will respond in kind and place his hands on Mio's. And you could feel, you can notice as he does this, his breathing starts to, it's still a deep breath, but mm-hmm. it's definitely steadier and me, and, was. and Mia will just breathe with him, like slowly, guiding him through breath, while holding onto his hands firmly, but not tight, but enough, like the sort of comfort, like a comforting feeling. And you'll just into the nose, out through the mouth, till he is in a good place. And Mia and will take everything off of him. So they'll sit there as long as he needs them to. Yeah, and so we sit there for, I don't know, a good uh, couple minutes as his as Kaito's breath returns to normal. He puts his head up and goes, I, I, I'm sorry I acted strange like that in front of our friends again. I was hoping I was going to get through this trip with, without an attack. First of all, he'll say, First of all, don't be sorry. And you will get through this. I'll be here to help you. Whenever you feel like coming on, just let me know. I will. And we'll breathe together. Thank you. We have to watch out for each other. Yep. Always, brother. Now, let's say we go get something to eat. Yeah, I'm hungry. Are we sure we don't have leftovers from the other night? I know I didn't finish all that food. Uh, no, me either. <laughs> but let's go see what they're offering us. Sounds like a good idea. And okay. <laughs> yeah. My heart. And I was standing outside the door waiting on them like a good friend should. Yeah, so as you two exit the room, you find Yaka waiting for you, as well as the rest of your compatriots a little bit further in the distance. And as you two join up with the rest of your friends, you guys make your way to the meeting spot where the Lion cl- Clan samurai is waiting for you and on that little nice heartwarming moment i think that is where we're going to conclude this episode for tonight so for everyone who stuck with us listening to this grand tale of wholesomeness (laughs) thank you so much for joining us when we come back with next episode, we will see what happens now that our crew won the bet. And uh, let's we'll see what kind of stuff they get into with this night on the town. So this should be fun. But until next episode, as always, take care of each other, love one another. And as always, let the good times roll. See you next time.